This is episode 272 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome everybody to a new episode of Bella in Your Business. Happy New Year. It is the first week of January 2022. Whether you're listening to this now or in the future, hello. <laughs> it is a new year. And as it becomes a new year, you know, the past two weeks, typically, at least in the United States, we kind of just all kind of kick it into lower gear, where we focus on the busy holiday season and the holiday rush if you're a pet sitter. And if you're a dog walker, kind of kick it into a little bit slower gear. A lot of people tend to stay home, they don't have services, and we just reset we do a little reset. So I'm actually recording this on Monday, January 3rd, 2022, as I have just come back to the office after about two weeks of being gone. And I've been seeing something on Facebook lately that I wanted to address. And quite honestly, I was first going to have this as a blog, but then I decided that mm, it might just be better if I spoke it to you. So I'm going to kind of talk it out a little bit. There is this thing that, you know, on Facebook sometimes where someone will write something and then it's like a copy and paste. And at the end, it's like, I copied this from a friend, but I liked it. So I pasted it. Feel free to do the same. Well, there's been something that's been circulating and it kind of like, it just hit me the wrong way. And I really don't like it. And I want to beware all of you jumpers who some of you guys have actually seen perpetuate this. And I get it. Misery loves company. I get that it's hard. Like I 100% get that. Okay. Just because I'm your coach and I'm rah-rah shishkumbaming you, right? And I'm here to motivate and challenge you and give you tactics and ways to rise above. It doesn't mean that I too am not in the trenches or I too do not go through things. I have my seasons. I have my ebbs and flows. Everything has not always been perfect and everything is definitely not perfect even today. All right. But what I do know is the one thing that you can control that is going to determine almost all of your success is going to be your mindset. And I know that we say that and I don't want that to be sound like shh, like white noise to you. I really want you to hear me when I say this. The way that you think about things, the way that you process things, process things. Let's just let's just process things. The way that you talk about things, the way that you work through things is really vitally important. Are you doing it as a victor or a victim? All right. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about if you're just complaining about stuff, you're saying, okay, here's a challenge I have and here's some solutions to it. What do you think? And the same thing, like when you have a really good thing going on, anytime I've got like a really great idea or a big move I'm going to make in life, I tell my trusted advisors, Carrie Conley would call it the board of directors. And I say, okay, this is what I'm thinking about doing X, Y, Z, poke a hole in it. It's about a healthy mindset. And that's what I say when I say mindset. Now, I'm not going to tease this out and I'm going to just read it to you right now. I'm going to read this to you and I'm, I'm pretty sure that you probably have seen people write about this. I'm pretty sure you've heard this. So this is what it goes. It starts off, the attention grabber is running a business is really hard. What they don't tell you is that it can cause severe anxiety and drains you mentally to the point of depression and even in the most laid back people. 
People will talk about you, compare you to others, use you, then sometimes view you as a service and not a person anymore. Friends will expect discounts on everything and value you and your hard work less than a big chain store. You have to worry about if you'll forget to email, message someone back. Are they going to think it was on purpose? Did you disappoint them? Will they hold it against you? When in reality, you just couldn't get to everyone's messages and emails. Starting up and running a successful business puts incredible strain on the personal lives and relationships, many of which fail because there just often is no work-life balance. You need to be the director, the worker, the administrator, the marketing team, the accountant, the cleaner, all whilst being a parent, a husband or a wife, family support, friend. There's a reason you don't see many people succeed in business after five or ten years. It takes a toll. It's freaking exhausting. That was especially the case this past couple years. Most times you have to really enjoy what you're doing to continue your business. This is a small reminder that we are just normal people with hectic lives. Be patient, be kind, and hopefully more of us will stick around. Well, boo freaking who, okay? Let's let's break this down because guess what? I have broken this down. It took me an hour to break this down. And I have some notes for you. Now, I know you all have felt this way. I felt this way at one point too. But you know what? To put this out to the world like this and to actually, this is only half the story. This is only half the story. I'm not devaluing or taking this away from anybody. But listen, this is a problem. This is a problem that you are the unique and amazing solution to. You are the solution to all of this. And if this is the life that you feel like you have right now, then listen up. This podcast is for you. Darren Hardy would say that we are the product of all the choices we have made up until right now. This is why you're exactly where you are today. If you're driving a car, doing a pet visit that you don't want to do, it's because of the choices you've made up until today. Okay. Those choices, you could be like, Bella, I've tried to hire, but Bella, uh, nobody wants to work. Really? How long ago did you start hiring? Have you always been overstaffed? Have you tweaked your hiring process? Have you changed up the headlines or the calls to action or the process? Have you tweaked your employee love system? You know, that system that you can have that helps bond your people to your team, your company, and makes them want to keep working for you. There are so many things that we could be doing and tweaking and to find that secret sauce, that special thing that'll happen. So let's just start this out, okay? I'm pretty sure that you guys have seen this and I want you to hear me out here. Everything I'm about to say is honestly going to be from my personal own experiences, whether it's me or the people that I've coached. And the very beginning, like I said, it was the hook. It said, running a business is hard. Yeah, I agree with that. It absolutely is. And I'm going to skip to the very end. And the reason why most people don't last is because most people don't move past their very first year or their very first six months. Yes, starting a business is hard. But if you're still in the starting phase in year two, three, four, five, six, then you are the problem. Oh, that might have hurt some of you. And I'm not here to hurt you, but I'm here to wake you into reality here, all right? If you're doing the same thing and you're having the same problems that you had last year and you're going to carry them over into 2022, then we need to solve them. And I do say we. I don't say you. I say we need to solve them. The next part. What they don't tell you is it can cause severe anxiety, drain you mentally to the point of depression in even the most laid back people. What that sounds like to me is suffocation. 
It sounds like that thing that I talk about many times when I feel like your business is suffocating you and you just can't get out from underneath it. I also kind of think that this means that the person who is feeling this way might not be so connected to their why. I'm sure it wasn't for this. Just like you don't start a romantic relationship to be mad, sad, depressed, or hurt, you probably started your business to be your own boss and have financial freedom. But somewhere along the way, you weren't as committed to your goals. They weren't as clearly defined And you might have lost your way. You're off the path in the weeds where all the anxiety, depression, and mental drains happen. Your business, just like a romantic relationship, will magnify the misimbalances in your life like a sore thumb, causing you to address them or all this is going to happen. So I think we can agree that in business, anxiety is from not making decisions and depression is from not fulfilling your goals in business. I remember when I was running my old pet sitting company, I felt the depression because I was just doing pet sit after pet sit. I was afraid to hire or I was burnt out on hiring. Even in jump consulting, I spent two years trying to build up my internal operations. Did you guys know that? Two years. Our company has been growing like a weed to a multi six figure consulting company. I was overworked. I had anxiety. I was even on Zoloft. And it wasn't just because of my business. I also had my personal things going on, like my divorce. But the business was not helping either. And you know what happened? I wasn't making many decisions in my business because my personal life was affecting it. I didn't have that excitement for my business. And I was just pressing the buttons and like making the machine go. I wasn't on top of it. It wasn't a visionary. I didn't have the emotional capacity. That's why I had anxiety and depression. It wasn't because of my business. It was because of me. Does that sound familiar? When we're depressed and full of anxiety, we must ask for help. And what does that mean? What does it mean to ask for help? Well, I'll tell you, like, we are real in the mastermind. And this is not a pitch, but I'm saying, like, get around a group of people that are going to be real, that are going to be there to witness and to cheer you on and to lift you up when you're going through the weeds. It's really important to have a support system for your life and for your business. And if you're not already in the mastermind, I highly suggest you check it out because it is an incredible way to track your progress and to just to see how far you've come so you can really feel like you've earned that pat on the back. The next section of this post was people will talk about you, compare you to others, they'll use you and sometimes view your service not as a person anymore. (laughs) Well, let me tell you something I really know about. When people talk about you, it often means that you're making a difference, that you've had made enough of a mark for them to even care. I'm assuming that this phrase is in a negative light, and guess what? It just shows that you're so unique that you aren't for everyone. I have a personal story on this too. My old company was Bella's House and Pet Sitting, and I used to say Bella's was the best. Well, Angela had Cloud9 Pet Sitting, and Angela used to say, Angela's the best. And even at one point on her website, she had things like, we won't brag that we're nationally award winning, because guess what? My company was. She also said that we won't send employees to your home. You're going to know who always gets there. And then she also would start saying everywhere, Angela is the best. And it was literally something I had coined for like Bella's. Like I made it like a catchphrase and put it in all my marketing. And it was just so obvious that she was resentful and talking about me, right? 
And it was a hard lesson for me to learn because it was the first time in my life that that had happened. But I was like, no, 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 no. Angela is awesome. Not the best. Bella is the best. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like, what I'm saying is people are going to talk about you. They're going to talk about the way that you do business, especially if it isn't from the 2000s or 2010, like how the industry used to be. If you're doing things different, people are going to talk about you. And that's all right. But I, I don't want you to think that it's a bad thing. All right. Now that's your peers or your colleagues, if you even want to call them that, the competition out there. Now, your personal people in your life, they might talk about you. They might say that you're a workaholic. And that could be for a lot of different reasons, but it's not always because it's your business. You could be a workaholic because there's a lot of work, because you're running from something else in your life and you don't want to deal with it. It could be that you are bad at delegation or time management, but it's not your business causing you to be a workaholic or to be not a person anymore. You have taken the circumstance and just drowned yourself in it for whatever personal reason, but it is not your business's fault. And this posting, the reason why I have a problem with it is because it's implying that the business is what does this to you. And oh no, my friend, my jumper, you, if you feel like this resonates with you, you have the power over this. The other thing is you also teach people how to treat you. So what are you doing to be allowed to be treated like a service or an order taker instead of a problem solver? Are you just someone that everyone knows they can call in a pinch or the last person on their, their list that they can call and they know you'll take care of it? Are you a yes girl or a yes guy? Or are you setting healthy boundaries and telling them what you can do for them instead of what you can't do? All of these things play into it. Also, who says you're not a person? It's just a bad perception to have to say things like people will talk about you, compare you to others, use you, and sometimes they'll view you as a service and not a person anymore. You have the control over this. You can literally put boundaries and make people feel so appreciative to you if you're not just bending over backwards all the time and you're setting healthy boundaries. That's what this comes down to. This shows me healthy boundaries with mindset and time and service. The next part of this, friends will expect discounts on everything and value you and your hard work less than a big chain store. How does this happen? Do your friends register online? Do they go through a consultation? Do they get an invoice like everyone else? Or are you, quote, doing them a favor or, quote, helping them out? Are you spreading yourself thin? If you discount, are you showing the total on the price on the invoice and then a line item for their discount so they actually know how much of a discount you're giving them? Do you know your worth? Are you the one of the ones that right now that are raising rates or just did and are terrified or know you have to raise rates but are still terrified? I got newsflash for you. If you raise your rates, the inflation they're saying is about 6.8% right now. Last year. It's like the highest inflation since I forget when, but very long time. And I don't want to misquote myself. So if you're doing any kind of price increase, that's just last year. That's not all the other years that you may not have done price increases for. Guys, I'm telling you right now, a dog walk should be about $25. Yeah, I don't care if you're solo or you have a staff, especially if you have a staff, the very minimum it should be is $25 because you're going to need to be able to pay them, pay the business and then pay yourself. Unfortunately, a lot of people pay themselves very last. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother podcast. So we're going to get off of that. But do you know your worth? If you don't ask for what you need, you'll never get what you want. And if you want people to value you, you have to stand up for it. 
Now, the last part of this is you have to worry about if you forgot to email message someone back, are they going to think it was on purpose? Did you disappoint them? Will they hold it against you when in reality, you just can't get to everyone's messages? Well, folks, I've got three things that you can do right now to eliminate that whole entire thing. This just comes down to systems and processes. Are you kidding me? Number one, pause your inbox. You can do this on Boomerang if you have Gmail. And the only way you'll get emails is when you want them. So maybe at 11 o'clock, two o'clock and four o'clock. Now, following along with number one, number two is reply, store or delete any email or text message you open up. You actually waste so much time by checking things and then coming back to it. All of those micro minutes add up to a lot of time, not to mention the headspace that you take, which might lead back to the first part of this whole like rant that we're going through and it's anxiety and depression because you feel like things are weighing on you. Number three, make your expectations known. Most of the time people get upset because they don't know what to expect. So communicate expectations. You could eliminate so much communication if you close loops and give people what they can expect and that's it. And not be like, well, I don't know. What do you think? Let me know. Um, how's uh, one, two or three for you? Or let me know dates that work for you. Oh my word. Like stop the madness. So it's a really easy one to change around and I challenge you to think about using one of the above tactics. Now, I'm going to kind of bring this podcast home here. Starting and running a successful business puts an incredible strain on personal lives and relationships, many of which fail because there's just not enough work-life balance. You need to be the director, the worker, the administrator, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's true, guys, to an extent. When you start a business, it's like an infant. This is what I said at the top of the podcast. It will need you 24-7, but that's why a business plan with goals will be your compass. Imagine getting in an airplane in LA and trying to get to Boston, but you didn't know how much fuel you needed. You didn't know if you needed to stop or not, how high or low you needed to fly, what storms were in your path, and how to move around them so you don't have turbulence. That wouldn't be a good idea just to get in the plane and start flying, would it? No, but unfortunately, so many business owners start doing that in their business and then they keep doing it in year two, three, four, five. It's time to wake up and get a flight plan. That's called goals. Ding dong. I'm here. Hello. My name is Bella. I happen to be a pet business coach. We are in the mastermind and guess what? This month we're talking about goals. I'll help you create goals. I'll help you wade through miserably failing your first couple of 90-day goals because it takes practice to understand what capacity you could work at and what you actually can set a goal on and accomplish. Why do business owners get so caught up in doing their work that they forget to plan and create systems and get back up when they get knocked down? I'm pretty sure that you started a business so that you can have the freedom of time and money. Yet the minute that you get going, you do everything not to make that a reality. You don't grow your mindset and your habits. You keep them as if your business is an infant. Maybe I'm talking to some of you right now. Is your business in its second, third, fourth, fifth plus year of growth, but you actually are still operating as if you were in your first or second year? If that's you, I want you to reach out to me right now. I want you to join my mastermind. I want you to get in there and I want to kick your butt and get you going. I want to make all of your dreams come true. I want to help show you and guide you that way. I want to pull yourself out of your own head because guess what? You actually have a lot of this power in you. It's just you're so overwhelmed and the blinders are so on your face that it's hard to get out from underneath it. That's why you need a community. Hire help to help you with some of these things. I know it costs money. 
You're absolutely right. So that means that you have to make sure you know what your profit margin is. That means you need to dump all the profit back into the business when you start so you can invest in yourself. Hire help, hire someone to work for you, and then hire someone with the admin, and then hire someone for marketing. Hello, Better Marketing with Bella. These are all things that will drastically help you. Once you get the help and let them help you, you can have a work-life balance. It's like that once an infant becomes a toddler and then a kid, they need you less and less. The last section is there's a reason you don't see as many people succeed in business after five and 10 years. It takes a toll. It's freaking exhausting. This was especially the case the past couple years. Listen, COVID kicked all our asses. All right. We all have experienced it and a lot of us are still experiencing it. So what do we do? The last two years have been challenging. They have been volatile and have been hard to stomach. Just when you think things are getting good, they aren't. Or you have a scare, like right now. Some of you guys right now are dealing with mandates coming down where kids might not be going back to school. Or they're shortening the school days. Or they're remoting people again. Now, politics aside, this affects your business. All of your clients canceled services for at least a month, and many of you have been fighting to get them all back for over a year. This tired mentality, while still valid, is not going to get you where you want to be. Where do you want to be? You need to surround yourselves with people who are uplifting and motivating. People we need to be learning about things outside of our industry. We need to be growing as a person so that we can always have healthy mindsets and see the bigger picture. I want you to think bigger. The reason why most businesses die, it's actually after three years, by the way, not five or 10, is because they already are failing. They're still in business, but they're failing every year. And by failing, this is what I mean. I don't mean that your revenue is growing. Big deal. You're a $100,000 business. Tell me what your profit is. Is your profit getting better? Is your quality of life getting better? Is your work-life balance getting better? Or are we just shooting for a six-figure business because it sounds like you're a baller status? Why $100,000 instead of $99,999? If you make $100,000, what does that mean your paycheck is going to be? Do you know? Do you know? What does it mean to be a successful business? Does it mean that it runs by itself and you just collect some passive income? Does it mean that you're a slave to the business and you can't enjoy family holidays or birthdays or vacations or trips without constantly being tied to the phone? Guys, this write-up does not have anything to do with business. It has everything to do with yourself. And if you're struggling or if you're saying enough is enough and 2022 is going to be different, I invite you to go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind and get in the mastermind. We are talking everything about vision and goals this month in January. Next month in February, we're talking sales. Yup, usually we talk sales later in the year. I'm moving it up this year because we're going to need to sell. I want you to not be out there just trying to market to get more clients. I want you to know what to do once you get the market coming to you, how to sell. Because I got news for you, many of you guys don't sell. You're afraid of selling? You don't like to sell. You think it's sleazy. You think that you don't like the rejection. There's so many things and I've got, I've got a whole notebook full of content coming at you all about sales over the next couple months because I want you to move into this. I want you to have the headspace, the goals, the vision, and the drive to do this. 
But you got to get out from underneath this crappy mentality first. People are not taking advantage of you. You're letting them. Your business is failing in five and 10 years and people are stressed out because they're not setting healthy boundaries. Guys, there's such a different way. And I just really encourage you to come on over. I want to help you. I want to help you this year. If we haven't met or if you're not sure, you're not ready to make the jump, but you just have some questions, you want to talk, go on over to jumpconsulting.net and follow the prompts. If you are an established business, I will offer you a 20-minute coaching session where we can solve one of your problems. Just go to my website and sign up. It's that easy. There are times for January that you can get on and we can just chat. No obligation. It's not a sales call. It's a, okay, what, what do you got working with? How can I get you out of your head? That's basically what that's for. If you're just starting your business and you're in the beginning planning stages, I also have a lot of free resources on my website. You're going to want to check out and definitely get the business off the ground. And then it would be best for us to do that 20 minute complimentary session. You guys, this has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. I appreciate you guys being with me for so long. This is the longest standing pet sitting podcast. It started back in 2014 and has been coming to you every single Thursday. Thank you for joining us. Let me know if you have any future topic suggestions or things that you want me to hash out. As always, when life gets you down, always keep jumping. Happy New Year. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.